It's not uncommon for pregnant women to have to search multiple floors and multiple buildings for medical care service unless they are admitted to the new Prentice Women's Hospital in Chicago, where railings, couches, and a plasma screen TV line a 124-foot triage walking track to alleviate potential false labor pains, and that's just the first floor. Welcome to Inside Healthcare on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Bruce Japson, healthcare reporter for the Chicago Tribune, and with me today is Dr. Sherman Elias. Dr. Elias is chairman of the Department of Obstetrics and Gynecology of the Feinberg School of Medicine at Northwestern University and has had an integral role in the development of the new Prentice Women's Hospital, a part of Northwestern Memorial Healthcare in Chicago. Dr. Elias has been a professor of obstetrics and gynecology and professor of molecular and human genetics at Baylor College of Medicine in Houston from 1994 to 1998 and held similar academic roles at the University of Illinois at Chicago from 1998 to 2003. Dr. Elias has served on numerous national boards and commissions regarding the advancement of obstetrics and gynecologic care and has had continued funding from the National Institutes of Health and other sources for more than two decades. Dr. Elias, welcome to Inside Healthcare on ReachMD. Thank you. So tell us about the clinical experience of women coming to Prentice Women's Hospital to have their babies and how something like this, a hospital totally dedicated to women, is uh, changing maternity care. Well, the new Prentice Women's Hospital is focused on all types of women's health care needs, but certainly one of the most prominent areas uh, that we deal with is maternity care. Patients come here for a variety of reasons, everything from difficulty becoming pregnant, infertility, to having uh, complicated pregnancies. Uh, But fortunately, most of our patients come in for normal obstetrical care. They come in to the hospital uh, through a triage area on the first floor. It's literally within several dozen feet from the driveway of the hospital. They can go directly in and be uh, evaluated by specialized nurses and uh, physicians to determine whether they have a problem that would require being admitted or they can go home shortly thereafter. For our uh, listeners out there who might be obstetrics and uh, physicians, um, they may know this, and I'm a little embarrassed to know that even though I'm a, I've been a healthcare reporter for 15 to 20 years and I'm the son of an obstetrics nurse and the brother of an obstetrics nurse, I didn't realize that 40% of patients think they are in labor and they're not. Right. Well, one of the questions that uh, an obstetrician always has is when a patient calls and says, I think I'm in labor, are they in fact in labor? At Prentice, a physician uh, being called can say, well, go on down to uh, the hospital and they'll evaluate you in triage. Many patients come in and uh, they've had some contractions. Uh, They think they're regular, but after a period of observation, uh, we learn that they're not in labor. The labor contractions spread out, and they can go home. And what we have that is, I think, rather unique is a walking track uh, in our uh, triage area that has television set so as the patients walk around this track they can uh, be entertained and there are also lights that uh, help them along their way and pace them as they uh, walk and there are areas where they can sit down uh, they can be accompanied uh, by their significant other as time goes on it will either declare that the patient is in labor uh, or is not and she can go home and not only is this something that is 
probably easier on the physicians if they're not having to deal with a, a false labor situation. But also, I mean, this could save the healthcare system, you know, not having to admit patients, which is probably what was going on before the development of a simple 124-foot walking track. Well, that's true. As you say, somewhere about 40-50% of patients who come in can just go home. They don't have to be admitted into the hospital. But it also uh, has other advantages. For example, if a patient, let's say, complains of a headache and we're concerned that her blood pressure may be up and she may be developing a problem like preeclampsia, the patient can come in, be evaluated, and uh, this can save healthcare dollars by identifying obstetrical complications and getting them treated more rapidly than if the patient doesn't have someplace readily to go, especially in off hours or on weekends. Tell us a little bit about some of the more higher risk pregnancies and how, uh, for our listeners out there, I have been on a media tour of the facility already, so I know a little bit about in the neonatal area, not only is the facility more set up for women, but also for families. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Prentice Women's Hospital focuses not only on the woman and her own health care, but it's a family-oriented institution. For example, when patients come in in labor, our labor delivery rooms are meant for significant others to be there and be comfortable. They can access room service just like the patient can. They can eat with the patient and they can be with them. In the newborn intensive care units, where babies are sometimes critically ill, it's very important that the parents be able to remain with the child through this very critical time period. We have areas which we call bays, which are more private. The family can be with the child. There are instruments there that the mother can have pump her breasts so that she can give her newborn uh, breast milk. It's private, and uh, we even have the facilities that if it's a multiple birth, that the bays can be connected so the parents can interact with twins or even triplets simultaneously. Well, if you're just joining us, you're listening to ReachMD XM157. I'm Bruce Japson of the Chicago Tribune, your host of Inside Healthcare. And I'm speaking with Dr. Sherman Elias. He's been integrally involved in the creation and the uh, development of Prentice Women's Hospital, the brand new Prentice Women's Hospital in Chicago, where they are making some serious advancements in healthcare for women. And we're talking about specifically about what they're doing in the lines of maternity care. And I know that not all of our listeners who may be involved in their community, involved in their hospital, they may be medical professionals who are thinking, you know, how can we do something like this? Well, not everybody has $500 million to build a new facility. But one of the things Dr. Elias was just telling us is about is their neonatal units are equipped with sliding doors. So parents of premature twins, for example, could move easily between adjoining spaces because we all know that there are more multiple births out there. And really, Dr. Elias, they didn't use a lot more space, did they? So if you had some advice for some folks out there who were thinking of building new obstetric wings or just reconfiguring their old wings, would you have any advice for them? Uh, yes, I would. And that is get parents involved. 
listen to them and listen to what their needs are. That's what we did. We took a lot of time to find out what parents felt was important to their experience with their newborns. We took into account the needs of uh, residents, of uh, nurses, and of course the physicians. We had a lot of focus groups to find out uh, what is really important. Is it the lighting? Is it the uh, ability to uh, interact with the baby? Is it the uh, free flow of patients and their families to see the baby? These are all very important. We sometimes are misinformed uh, about what we think is important, so it's, it's very important to go directly to patients and find out how to design a unit to make it efficient and to deal with the complexities of uh, a very tense time in a young couple's life. Tell us a little bit about, I mean, I know in obstetric care, you know, the issue of, of malpractice has been a big issue uh, with the higher medical malpractice rates. And I know that when you have things more coordinated in an area, that will probably help you in the long term. And, and once again, for our listeners out there, you don't necessarily have to, as Dr. Elias is saying, have a huge amount of money to build a brand new women's hospital, but it's just the simple things that they did in, in market research and listening to their patients. Could you tell us a little bit about that in how the hospital might be better set up to handle risks that these trial lawyers often salivate when they look at your profession? Well, we've done a number of things to improve our situation. Specifically, we have been focusing on safety. We have team approaches uh, for common obstetrical emergencies, such as uh, shoulder dystocia, obstetrical hemorrhage, how we administer Pitocin, and a lot of other areas that are common in the day-to-day -day practice of obstetrics. If we have a unified approach that we know is optimal from evidence-based medicine, even if there's a problem that occurs, uh, it's readily apparent that we have done the best possible health care. We document it on our electronic medical records, and we show that we've done state-of-the-art uh, medical practice. The other thing that we've learned is communication with uh, families and patients is extremely important when we have an adverse event. Uh, we've learned that being open with patients, acknowledging when problems have occurred, and being very proactive uh, has been a major uh, way that we can avoid uh, litigation because what patients really want is an understanding healthcare team. Uh, they understand that there's no such thing as perfection, but they want compassion, concern if there's a problem, and to know that their uh, doctor really does, does care uh, about the well-being of them and their entire family. Well, I want to thank Dr. Elias. This has been a great discussion, not only about Northwestern Memorial's new Prentice Women's Hospital, but about developments in maternity care. Dr. Elias is chairman of obstetrics and gynecology at Northwestern Memorial Hospital, and I want to thank him for being with us. He came to us. Uh, if you're in Chicago, it's just east of the Magnificent Mile in Chicago's Streeterville neighborhood. I'm Bruce Japson, and you've been listening to Inside Healthcare on ReachMD, the channel for medical professionals. For comments and questions, send your email to xm at reachmd.com. And I want to thank you today for listening.